we can handle and survive the discomfort of what comes our way. And I believe that this is essential to our growth and evolution and stepping into the most empowered version of ourselves as sensitive souls is being able to increase our nervous system's capacity. Welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. I'm your host, Alyssa Boyer, and I am excited to be back with you here recording another episode. This is an important episode. Um, There's a lot that I want to share about, and I've been kind of just like writing notes on what I want to talk about today. So this episode is really It's going to be sharing some personal updates. I'm going to be sharing my thoughts around navigating discomfort when you're a sensitive, emotional person. I'm going to be talking about increasing our capacity in our nervous system to handle discomfort and just my thoughts about why hard things happen sometimes to us and how we can navigate them with grace and allow ourselves to be changed as we are meant to be changed. So yeah, this, this is going to be a real one. This is going to be raw. I'm just going to keep it real as I always do. So let's just get into it. We're going to just see where this episode goes. As always, I just kind of follow my intuition, but I actually do have just some little notes this time just to like make sure I I share some main points that I have been wanting to, um, yeah, to make sure I touch on in this episode. The past couple of weeks have been really, really challenging for me, really challenging. And it's been, I've have been hit with things that I just like did not anticipate being hit with. So a couple of weeks ago, let's just start off with the first thing. A couple of weeks ago, it was my birthday. My birthday was on Wednesday, June 7th. And I like had a headache that day. I wasn't feeling so awesome, but I was like, whatever, like pushed through. And I had dinner plans with my husband and my mom. Kate was watching our daughter and she was like going to be babysitting her that night so that we could have a nice adult dinner. So we went to one of our favorite local restaurants and I was I was just excited to have some adult time away. Like if you're a parent, you know, like having a dinner without interruptions is just like luxurious. <laughs> so I was excited for that. And when we walked into the restaurant, two or four of my best friends, so it was like my girlfriends and their and their husbands, um, they were in the restaurant. <laughs> 
So my husband had surprised me. He had invited some, some of our best friends to join us for dinner, which was like such an awesome treat. I literally had no idea that they were coming. And I had been telling him that I've just been craving more friend time. I, again, since becoming a mom, I just, I don't always have as much of my like girlfriend time as I wish that I did. And I miss that. And so I just felt so seen and loved that day. It was just like, oh, it was such a fun dinner. The food was amazing. We had great conversations. Like I just went home that night and I told my husband, I'm like, I just feel so loved. I feel so loved. I feel so like you just really thought of me so much. And also that morning, like he had flowers on the table. He got me a new pair of earrings. It was just like a really, really good day. So that's how things were going. I was just feeling in this state, you know, those moments where you're like, man, life is good. I'm feeling so happy. Well, that night, it was like early in the morning. I don't know what time, maybe one. No, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't at that time. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking. I so I have this rule. I'll just share what what I'm thinking in my head. My daughter still frequently wakes up in the night. She's 13 months old. And uh, when I wake up with her, I have this rule with myself that I don't check Instagram. So I don't check Instagram until like it's actual morning time, like past 7 p- 7 a.m. So anyway, this is what happened. The following day, Thursday, June 8th, I was nursing my daughter. It was probably like 8 a.m. And I log into Instagram and I am getting blown up with notifications, like comment after comment after comment, all of these comments and 90% of them are angry people, mad at me, hating on me, disagreeing with me, calling me names. Like when I tell you, I felt energetically assaulted. I felt, yeah, I felt energetically assaulted. I felt like, oh my gosh, like if you're highly sensitive, which you probably are, if you're listening to this, if you're highly sensitive and you've ever experienced something like this, where you've just had people coming at you, disliking you, misunderstanding you, and just like saying all sorts of things, and there's nothing you can really do about it. It's just like coming at you so fast. Like, then you know that it's like, incredibly overwhelming. I I couldn't look away. I felt like I was paralyzed. I couldn't stop checking my phone. I was my stomach was sinking. I I just was sick. And I'm not going to get into the details of exactly like what happened or why. I actually addressed this on my Instagram page. So if you want, you can go to my Instagram page and look in the highlights and you'll see just like a video that I posted about it to address it because I just don't want to get into it here. But basically it was one of the most overwhelming days that I've ever had. It felt like there was very much a mob mentality of just like all these people coming to my page and saying things and misunderstanding me. And so I went from this like absolute high on my birthday, feeling so happy, so loved, so good to the next day feeling like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how to handle this. Like I feel sick. And so seriously from like 8am to probably like noon, I felt like I was glued to my phone. I felt like I was not able to be present with my daughter because I was so stressed. So, so stressed. And this was one of those moments where it was like, why is this happening to me? Like, why, why is this happening? Like, this is so weird. I can't believe this. Like, I felt like things have been going so well. Like, why is this happening? And I'm a believer that things happen to our to us in our lives not to 
just be cruel, not to just like make our lives harder and make us suffer. I believe everything comes into our life for an opportunity for our expansion. And it gives us an opportunity to step into the next highest version of ourselves. And so in my, the way I think of things and the way I look at things is when I have a desire to evolve and change, to step into an a higher version of myself. So what I mean by that is like, when I think of like my goal for the work that I do, I want to reach so many more HSPs. I want to be speaking on big stages. I want to be on TV shows. I want to write books. Like I want to be making an even bigger impact. That is my goal. That is my dream for myself. And I believe that when we have goals and dreams for ourselves, when we have a vision of where we would like to go, then the universe or whatever you believe is going to give us opportunities for us to then expand into that person, into that next version of ourselves. So with me, with this experience, with all of these haters coming to my page, well, that was an opportunity for me to expand, right? Because if I want to impact more people, if I want to reach more people and speak on stages and write books and all the things, well, when you're in front of more people, there's more opinions. There's more chance for people to misunderstand you, disagree with you, write you a bad review, like more eyeballs. Like we all know this, like the more you're never going to be loved by absolutely everyone. There's always going to be someone who just doesn't get you, who just doesn't like you. And so I believe that I had this experience because it was like, okay, Alyssa, how are you going to handle this? What are you going to do when people don't get you? right? And so in this moment, in this experience, I was faced with really looking at how I wanted to deal with it. And at first I shut down. At first I was super overwhelmed and freaking out and sick to my stomach. And that's like a completely normal like response and reaction to this. But then I had to get quiet and I had to tune into myself because my initial thoughts are, oh my gosh, I'm a bad person. Oh my gosh, everyone hates me now. Oh my gosh, it's all going to crumble to the ground. And that was just like my nervous system was so ramped up. And when I finally gave myself some space to just slow down, once I got my daughter down for her nap, I went outside, I put my bare feet on the ground. I did a meditation. I breathed. I then did some EFT tapping. I journaled. Like I did all of the things to support myself. And through the the chaos, through the onslaught of comments and hate and mean messages, I was able to find a glimmer of peace within myself. And I was able to see like, no, Alyssa, you're not a bad person. And I know this feels scary and I know this feels overwhelming, but you're safe. You're going to be okay. People are going to do what they're going to do, but you are okay. And I was able to find peace and groundedness amidst the chaos. And, you know, it didn't make the whole situation go away. I still had to make some decisions. Okay, like, am I going to respond to people? Am I going to just let them, like, hijack my page with all of these comments? Like, what am I going to do? And so with that, I just kind of tuned in and I was like, okay, how would the version of me the higher version of me, the version of me who wants to speak on bigger stages and write the books and be on TV. How would she handle this? And so I just tapped into that energy because that's me, right? I'm going to be the person who does that. 
And so I had to think, okay, if I want to be somebody who's confident, who holds herself with grace, who navigates challenges with a grounded, secure energy, then this is how I'm going, I'm going to respond. And so, you know, I responded to some of the messages, others I blocked and deleted if they were rude and completely like unkind and unhelpful. I recorded a video addressing the situation head on, very straightforward to the point. And I just felt a sense of peace after that. And I know that this isn't the only time that's going to happen. I don't want it to happen. I'm not calling that into my my life experience, but I know that these things happen in cycles and and things happen in my my belief to just help us expand and to step into the next version of ourselves. And so that was super challenging, but I recognized that through that experience, I really increased the capacity of my nervous system. I am able to withstand more discomfort more things that I don't want to happen. I'm able to withstand that and and be okay as a result of navigating this. And that is something that I just want to drive home because this is a cornerstone of what I teach highly sensitive people is we can handle and survive the discomfort of what comes our way. And I believe that this is essential to our growth and evolution and stepping into the most empowered version of ourselves as sensitive souls is being able to increase our nervous system's capacity. Now, how do we do that? Well, it's very much like I just outlined telling that story. You have something uncomfortable happen to you. You recognize the response in your nervous system, which is going to feel different for everyone, but some some ways it can feel are, it's like an alarm bell is going off where it's like, you feel tensed up, your heart is beating fast, your stomach is flipping over, your hands are clammy. Um, You know, maybe your throat feels tight. Maybe you, you just can't think straight and you're overwhelmed and you're shaking. These are all, these are all uh, reactions that you might be feeling in your nervous system. So you're noticing that. And then through this, you are then tending to yourself, tending to your nervous system and finding ways to show yourself, to show your body that despite what's going on around you and despite how it's feeling, I'm actually okay and safe, right? So we want to show ourselves that, okay, I recognize that I'm having this reaction. This situation caused this reaction. My body feels this way. Okay, now how can I make myself return to a state of safety? And so for me, that looked like going outside with my bare feet, breathing, envisioning roots coming through my feet, going into the ground and just like grounding me down. That was so helpful for me. It looked like EFT tapping, tapping emotional freedom technique. There are tons of free videos online. I also have a free video that you can download. I'll link it in the show notes. If you've never tried EFT tapping, I can't recommend it enough. It's one of my favorite tools. It's like very much a just like a somatic experience where you're just, you feel a relief afterwards. Another great tool that I love that really, really helps me when I'm feeling overwhelmed is using cold. So I love taking an ice pack and just putting it on my chest for like 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. That is very calming to the nervous system. You can also splash cold water on your face. Um, 
you could go for a walk in nature. You could listen to some binaural beats. Like there are so many things to do. But the point here is you have the situation that stresses you out. You have that nervous system reaction. And then you do things to return to a state of safety and show yourself that you can withstand it, that you can survive it. So that the next time something like this happens, yeah, you might still have that that initial alarm bell of, oh my gosh, I don't want this to happen. I'm so nervous, right? But because you have had a similar situation already and you survived it and you were able to return to safety through that situation, you've then increased your capacity to handle it again. And you're usually more okay the second time. So like, I, the other morning I got a, an email from somebody, emails just always crack me up. I got an email from somebody that was just like, um, just rude. Like stop emailing me. This is way too much. Like whatever. It was just like super rude. And I literally had like no reaction in my body. Like it was just like completely neutral. I was like, okay, whatever. And I just deleted the message. I'm like, cool. I don't care. (laughs) And like, seriously, two years ago, I would have been sick to my stomach over that and like spiraled. And so that's an example. Like now I, my, my nervous system capacity has increased to the point where I'm like, I could care less. Like, obviously if it was something that was like super cutting and personal and whatever, then I might feel a different way. But in general, I can withstand that. It's just not that big of a deal. So a lot of times we want to avoid uncomfortable situations because we're human and being uncomfortable is not fun, but this is where the growth happens when we can have these moments and we can expand through them and we can show ourselves that we're safe through it. This is where our confidence grows. This is where we show ourselves what we're capable of. And through this experience, I have adopted this mindset that I really love, which is I'm the girl for the job. Got this. I'm the girl for the job. This is happening to me for a reason. It's fine. I'm going to handle it. I'm never thrown something that I cannot handle. I'm good. I might be uncomfortable. I might get upset. I might cry. I might feel overwhelmed. But then guess what? I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to be fine, right? I have people to rely on and reach out to if I need support, which by the way, I forgot to mention, that is totally something I did with, with that situation where I had all the haters. I reached out to my mentors. I reached out to my intuitive guide. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I handle this? Like what is going on? So it's like, find the things that work for you to help you through uncomfortable situations. So that was, that was a big one. And I thought that was like my, my test, quote unquote test. I was like, okay, like, yeah, I just went through that. That really sucked, but whatever. It's okay. (laughs) I'm fine. You know, the chaos died down, the comments died down. And I, I felt like Oh, I could just breathe a sigh of relief. And then I was hit with something way worse, way more painful and way more unexpected. So I ended up, and I'm going to just say a trigger warning right now for anyone um, who's ever experienced pregnancy loss, miscarriage, anything around that trigger warning. I want to just let you know if that's something that is super upsetting to you. Um, that you might not want to continue listening, listening, definitely not going to like be graphic or anything, but that is what happened to me this past week. Um, so 
then last Thursday I had the haters and my, and then, um, the following Thursday I had a miscarriage. So I was 10, about 10 weeks pregnant and we'd gone in a couple weeks earlier to get an ultrasound and the baby's heartbeat was strong and everything was like measuring well, you know, I was feeling kind of crappy, but not too bad. I just, I just assumed everything would work out and to be transparent too, because I am obviously an open book. I just feel that part of my purpose is to just like go through experiences and then share them when I'm ready because I never want anyone to feel alone. And I just want to like normalize these very normal human experiences that we have. So anyway, this is not the first time that I've had a miscarriage. I had one a couple of months before I got pregnant with my daughter, Blaine. So I had my first miscarriage at like eight weeks pregnant. And then this time, so I was 10 weeks along at the eight week appointment. It looked, everything looked good and healthy. And I was preparing to go get a blood test later that week, like where we would learn if the baby was healthy and what the gender was. And we were just super excited. We're like, okay, we're going to know the gender by the 4th of July. Like this is going to be so fun. The baby was going to be due in January. And yeah, we were just like really excited. I already had ordered a a little, a t-shirt for Blaine where we would do a pregnancy announcement. Her little t-shirt said big sis. And I was like, I was just super excited. We all were. And even though I had gone through miscarriage before, I just, I don't know. We just felt hopeful. I just wasn't worried, especially because we had the the good ultrasound appointment, but yeah, on Wednesday night, I just like kind of had some concerning symptoms. And so I went in on Thursday morning and got an ultrasound and I knew right away when the ultrasound tech was like quiet I'm like, Oh crap there's no heartbeat. This, this isn't good. I just knew, I just knew I've been through this before. And so finally I broke the silence and I was like, there isn't a heartbeat is there. And she was like, I don't think so. And I get emotional talking about this now because, um, you know, just two weeks prior we had been there and we'd heard the heartbeat and it was 137 beats per minute. And then uh, when she turned the sound on this time and it for it to just be like blank and nothing, no heartbeat, like, oh, that was, that was the moment that got me then too, where I started crying and, oh, and then you're just like, oh my goodness, like, okay, you know, reality hits. And for anyone who's gone through this, um, it's, it's like a loss of the dreams that you had, a loss of just like what you were expecting might happen and who they might become. It's like, you wonder who they would have been. And it's just a really, really painful thing. And the first time it happened to me, I just remember feeling like, why don't more people talk about this? This is horrible. Like I was just like, I I couldn't believe it. I didn't, I didn't understand how people weren't talking about this more because as soon as I shared, because again, I'm an open book, I'm like, okay, this just happened to us. And so many women told me that they'd had one or two or multiple miscarriages. And it was so common. Actually, one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. That's a lot. And so I remember that first time. I mean, I'm grateful that I navigated it because it gave me a lot of wisdom for this time around. I knew what to expect. 
And I knew how hard that hit me. And so I knew like, okay, I'm going to need to take some space for myself. I'm going to need to take some time to heal physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Like this isn't just like a one and done thing. Like this is something that takes some time. And so I cleared my calendar. Like, thank goodness I do work for myself. And I'm so grateful for that. The first time this happened, I was still working for my old job. And so I think I only took like one or two days off maybe, but this time I was able to clear my can calendar and my, my clients are just like so sweet and thoughtful and like understanding. And honestly, anyone who wouldn't have understood, I would be like, okay, well, too bad because I just know that this is like a very real challenging experience to go through. And so oh, I've just given myself space this week. And I mean, it's not like the healing is done in one week, but I felt complete in terms of like taking that time away. And I know that as I come back to my work, I'm just, every time thing something happens that's challenging, I think it can, we have the opportunity to reassess, look at how things are going, see what's working, see what's not working. And what I'm noticing is that I just need to continue to have, create more space for myself and continue to have really solid boundaries because the work that I do is, is very emotionally invested with other people. And I hold a lot of space for other people. I support other sensitive souls going through all sorts of things in life. And I absolutely love this. I love it. And I also am often supporting people that I don't know online and, you know, and responding to their messages and, and, uh, unintentionally getting invested in their energy and their lives and things like that. So it just kind of showed me like, Alyssa, like you have a lot on your plate. You're a mom, you're a wife, you're a business owner, like you're navigating a lot. So make sure you're always like making space for yourself. Make sure that everything that you show up and do feels really good to you because your time and your energy and your space, like it matters. And so this just like kind of caused me to look again and be like, okay, how am I feeling about things? And I, I noticed some areas for sure where my boundaries can be more solid and where, you know, I, I have to say, I felt this self-imposed pressure and urgency to let people know when I'd be coming back and, um, respond to things. And I just felt this pressure and this like responsibility and no one has put that on me. It's just my own over responsibility. And so it's just like, Anytime we have something happen that's hard and challenging, it's going to shine a light on things in our lives that still aren't totally working or where we can become a little bit more empowered and a little bit more in our power and more of the person that we want to be. And so that's how I'm really viewing all of this. This whole experience is like, wow, okay, it's it's shining a light on things for me. And something that has just been so valuable. And I, it was actually something I talked about in last week's episode, which was a re-air because as you know, <laughs> I didn't have space to record an episode because I was just in such a tough place. But anyway, what I talked about in that episode was really like what, riding the waves of emotions and letting, just like letting yourself be in the experience as much as you can. So I think a lot of times we feel this like guilt almost, or like, oh, I need to like get to the other side of this and just be okay. 
And a lot of times it's like more for other people than it is for us. We're like, oh, I don't want to make anyone uncomfortable if I'm like sad about this, or I'm like turning down invites because I'm working on myself. So we often will try to speed up our process or brush over things and act more okay than we are. And I have just found that it's just so helpful to ride the waves of the emotions and let yourself be where you're at and also embrace the duality of everything. So for instance, like yesterday, I've, I've been feeling better each day. I really, really have. I'm just feeling more at peace with all of this. I feel, I really do feel this like sense of grounded peace. I just feel like this soul will come through when the time is right. And I think that the timing wasn't right right now. I don't exactly know why, but I'm, I just trust that. And my spiritual practice has helped a ton with, with that sense of acceptance for sure. But anyway, um, yesterday, like one of my best friends came over with dinner and hung out with my daughter and I, my husband has been uh, traveling for work. And so she came over, we had a little girl's night and I was just like, so happy and just like feeling so blessed. I'd had such a fun day with my daughter, Blaine. Like we went to gymnastics class. It was sunny. It was just like those moments, you know, where you're like, oh, life is so good. Like, I'm so blessed. Like, even though I'm sad, even though I've had this really tragic, crappy thing happen to me, dang, I'm really happy had a fun night with my girlfriends, then chat with my girlfriend, then chatted with my husband on the phone and just was feeling good. And then later on, right before bed, I just had a wave of of emotions hit where I just felt so sad about this baby that we lost. And I just let myself ball. I just cried. I took out the tissues. I'm like, okay, like just let it flow. And I think that's so important, right? It's, it's so important when, when we have those feelings, like we have the space and, and and we can do that, like, it's so important to just let them flow through. And I think I've just been seeing how much duality there is in life. And of course, like, most of this happened during Gemini season, which if you're familiar with Gemini season or Gemini's, it's all about the twins and duality. And I was like, wow, there's so much duality. Like, I have the most adorable, sweet, funny little girl the sun is out. We have so many exciting plans for our future. And yet I'm, we lost a little, a baby and that's really sad. And that really sucks. And there's no real understanding as to why these things happen. And I'm holding both. I'm grateful and I'm hurting. I think about my birthday week. I had the most wonderful birthday, felt so loved and so supported and so grateful and happy. And then the next day I felt like I just fell on my butt. I'm like, oh my gosh, everyone hates me. My life is over. And it's just that duality. And that's just like life. Like these things are going to happen. And something that I, that really gets me through is just like, instead of looking at it as like, why me? Why me? Everything sucks. Like, why does this happen to me? It's so unfair. I'm like, okay, why not me? I don't think I did anything to deserve this. I don't think anyone does anything to deserve this. I would never wish a miscarriage on anyone. It's horrible. It sucks. It's sad. But it's part of my journey for whatever reason. I've gone through this twice now. I don't know why it happened. It just happened. It's just part of my journey. And through these experiences, I've grown more compassionate. I have 
so much more empathy for other women who go through these things. I have so much more gratitude for my daughter and recognizing like, holy crap, it is such a blessing to bring a child into the world. Like, it's not just that easy for everyone. For some people, it is like easy, like pregnant, no losses. And that's amazing. And for other people, they go years. Some people never are able to, like, I just have so much compassion and empathy and understanding of like, wow, this is what happens. Like, I don't know. Some things are unexplainable. This has taught me the importance of taking space and loving yourself and sitting with the discomfort and noticing when those uncomfortable feelings come up and then choosing yourself being like, no, I'm still going to choose myself because I need the space. Like if you're healing, if you went through something hard, even if other people don't understand it, even if it's like a chronic illness that's invisible to other people, but it's, it's very real and present for you. Like thing, there's things that that are going to happen to us and other people aren't going to understand. And we're going to have to be the ones to advocate for ourselves because if we don't, who will? So for me, it was like hard, like, okay, I'm just going to leave all my messages unread and I'm just going to like step away and cancel all my calls, which is like, seriously, not that big of a deal. Like, you know, but I had some thoughts come into my head. Oh, what if people think I'm irresponsible? Oh, what if people are disappointed? Well, maybe some people are, but guess what? My mental, physical, emotional health, that matters. That matters more. And I'm, and if people are disappointed, let them, let them be disappointed, right? We have to be the ones to advocate for ourselves. And it's through these experiences, when we have those tough moments, when we have those overwhelming moments, when we're like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get through this? Like, these are the opportunities that we have to be our own best friend, to have our own back, to be like, hey, no, I've got this. I know this is hard. This is painful. It's understandable that you're sad. Who wouldn't be? Let yourself feel that. And I'm going to love you through it. I'm going to be here for you. I'm going to make it, you know, I'm going to keep you safe. This is you talking to you. And maybe that looks like reaching out to your support system. I hope it does. I, I would encourage anyone and everyone to reach out to their support system. And if you don't have one, come join us, even my free Facebook group, even just like coming to the, the nice comments on my Instagram posts. Like there are amazing people out there. There are so much, there's so much support. There is so, so much support, right? Like what we seek, we will find. And so that is out there for you. So seek out the things that make you feel safe. Advocate for yourself. I mean, for me, this has looked like, like I said, taking the space. Um, I'm setting up another session with my therapist because I've taken a break for a while. I was like, eh, feeling all right, feeling pretty good. And then this happened. I'm like, you know, I should probably see my therapist. Probably a good idea, right? So ah, that's the update. That's That's my personal update. Um, and I just, yeah, I just always want to be so transparent about these things with you all. Like, I just, I feel like the human experience is so raw and messy sometimes. And we can feel so ashamed of having struggles and having these like imperfect moments. I know the first time I had a miscarriage, I felt broken and I felt embarrassed and I was like so afraid of people looking at me and thinking like 
something was wrong with me. When, if, even though I would look at someone else and I would never think that about them, but it was my own self-judgment. And so I just think if I can share openly about my own struggles and the internal things I'm feeling and thinking and share in real time, as much as I feel comfortable, how I navigate these things, like, well, my hope is that it gives permission to you too, so that you know that you're not alone in your struggles. You're not alone in having dark moments and let's normalize it. These things happen to everybody. And when you're highly sensitive, like this stuff can feel even more heavy and challenging. I don't know. I'm not, I've never been a less sensitive person, so I don't know what it's like, but from what I understand about our our nervous systems, they are more sensitive and finely tuned. So most likely things are going to feel a bit more intense for you. And so that's why I'm always going to talk about this stuff and keep it real and let you know that if you are having a hard time or if you're feeling overwhelmed by things that don't bother other people, a few things to remember. One, remember that learning to withstand the discomfort and and show yourself that you are safe is is the ultimate thing. This is how you increase your nervous system capacity. This is how we get ourselves to feeling more neutral to challenging things, right? So that's huge. The other thing I want to remind you of is you're the person for the job. You're the girl for the job. You're the guy for the job. This isn't happening to you to just be cruel or cause you to suffer. Now don't get don't get it twisted. I don't think that we just like manifest terrible things or or bad things just happen. Every I don't always think everything happens for a reason, but I do know, I do know that when we stay in that place of why me, why me, why me, this sucks, we stay there for too long, we get stuck there. And so eventually it's a it's like we have to get to a place of acceptance. Like, okay, this happened. This really sucks. But now what am I going to do? Because this happened to me and this is part of my story and how I'm, how am I going to move forward? And so that's, that's the other thing I want to leave you with. And then finally, just reminding you to take the space as you need it. Advocate for yourself. Even if other people don't get you, oh, well, <laughs> oh, well. There's another chance to increase your nervous system capacity, right? Someone doesn't get you, let them not get you. You are in charge of advocating for yourself, of taking incredible care of yourself because you deserve it. And the final thing, oh, the final thing I want to share. And it's like, I don't even have to remind this community because you are all, are all such sweet, compassionate people. But I think it just begs to be said anyway, is like, we never know what someone else is going through. Like you never know. So we might as well just be kind and expect the best of others. I like when I opened my email the other day and I had that like rude email from that person. And like I said, I was neutral to it. I was like, whatever, you know, deleted it. It's fine. But I was just thinking like, man, if that person knew that I was like literally just like navigating a miscarriage right now and just like had been bawling my eyes out, like, I don't know, maybe they wouldn't say that. And it makes me think of the times when I go to the the grocery store or, you know, there's somebody driving like an idiot on the road. Like, I don't know who knows what they're going through. Maybe they just lost someone. Maybe their heart is broken. Like who knows? And so it just, 
makes me want to give more grace to others and just remember to be kind and extend compassion wherever we can, because we're all, we're all doing our best. We're all doing our best. (laughs) And we all have different heavy things that we have to navigate sometimes. So I just wanted to share all of this with you because you've always been along for the journey with me. And I just love this community and this, this group so much. And I feel like I feel like there's so much expansion and beauty that's going to come through on the other side of this. And I'm in the midst of it. I'm navigating it. And I can tell you that it's only going to make me stronger. It's only going to make me wiser and a better leader. And so I know more good things are, are to come, but there's no rush to get to the other side. So I will continue to share all that comes through for me through this experience. And I hope so much that it supports you. And if it does, it resonates. This has helped you feel less alone. Send me a message, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm, I am at life by Alyssa. I love hearing from you. I love when you share the podcast, it just means so much to me. And also if you love listening to the show, it really, really helps me when you leave a five-star review you can literally write a one sentence review. It can be like super short, but it really helps me get the word out and reach more HSPs. So thank you for being here. I love you all so much and I will chat with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.